It's Wednesdays, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for U.S. Comics Cast. That's right, we are back. Who are the we? You know the we. The greatest co-host in all of comic book history. He is the CEO of U.S. Comics, and he is my brother, John Big Money Rivera. Oh yeah. And I am joined today, as every day, by the COO, the Shazam to my Captain Marvel, Charlie Rivera. In the Shazam trailer, when they started the Eminem song, mm-hmm. that I, I, I've never been happier. Because you love Eminems. I do, they are delicious. <laughs> Just not the beanos. What's up, man? What's up, brother boy? How the last couple weeks while I was in paradise and you well, were not? Snowy, cold, and miserable. Perfect. Yeah, you really, you really ditched out on the perfect time, you son of a gun. As my plane was taking off to Maui, I I watched the snow oh, come a pouring down. Just terrible. My ne- the next flight on that airline was canceled. Oh, which it, is it, just if you had looked down at the right time, you would have seen two tears come from come d- roll down my cheeks, it, only to be frozen by the freezing temperatures and just add to the to the snow on the ground. It was like Mister Freeze oh, and Batman the Animated just Series. Terrible, terrible, just terrible. A perfect little ice yeah. tear. Uh, Weather on Long. You know what? Uh, Long Island. Long Island stinks. Yeah, I got comic you know book what? stores in Long Island and you. Yeah. And you're in Jersey, <laughs> which I don't even want to get into. Yeah. If anyone's no. stalking my brother, all six of you fellas <laughs> that all worked with you at some point, if that poker game was any sign. <laughs> How are things, man? Lots of lots of comic book news, lots of yeah. comic book uh uh, I don't want to say conspiracies. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of depends on who you talk to, I guess, I, or what you read. More, more <laughs> like depends on what Twitter you follow. That's that's a valid point. If there was unified love for Black Panther, I felt like I heard three people on Twitter when Black Panther came out be like, "Uh, black guy superhero, so we have to care." Yeah. All. <laughs> yeah. If, if no. Twitter was money, um, Captain America would have made uh, Captain America. <laughs> Captain Marvel would have made no money. Instead. As far as debuts go, it's the it second. It made all the money. The second highest grossing Hell worldwide. Hell yeah. Go on, girlfriend. <laughs> I too saw soon? it. You haven't had too a chance soon? yet. It's Not awesome. Yet. It's, on, it's on the agenda, though. It's, it's awesome. definitely going to happen. What's really funny is, you know, it's one of those movies that the people I knew who would love it. Right. Loved it. Sure. And the sure. people I knew would hate it. Right. Hated it, which proves to me that but they are just, going into uh, those movies and the movie itself is irrelevant. Just terrible. That that has become the equivalent of like the algorithm that, you know, Amazon uses or whatever where you think to yourself in a private moment in the bathroom <laughs> with your shots in your hand, you know what really would be cool? And then you walk back to your computer and there's 77 advertisements for that exact same thing for somebody. Buy me. Buy me. Holy good Lord. Yeah, no, that, that's that's really sad. Honestly, you should do a, fa- you know, as a favor, as a, as a public service to whomever is on that list, let them know that so they can look at themselves in the mirror and just, you know, just try to shake it off. Try to try to jazz it up a little uh, bit because uh, yeah. you have just become predictable as a person, which you, you, may be the worst thing there is. The, the, the worst of it, I had a friend in a moment of, of I hope, weakness. Uh-huh. Uh, told me they didn't like the film. Told me why. Okay. Um, 
So I was I watched the movie with like that even in mind. Oh wow! And there's not a trace of it. Nothing, right? There, yeah. It's it's com- a complete fabrication of the mind. Where so they I, were like, uh, you know what I really hated about it? It was her Jamaican accent. Yes. What what are you talking about? So we have a group text that that particular person and I in the group text I'm like, man, I don't know what you were thinking, but I really dug it. Sure. And uh, he was like, I just think it was boring. And I was like, oh, I totally disagree. Yeah. He was, just writes There's in never all been a caps, boring comedy. I don't movie. care what you think. Well, and I was like, well, but they, this they, was, they, I think this go. was going to be a fun convo. <laughs> okay, this wasn't me like... Me saying like, "Oh, you're crazy," right, right, was right. said with that inflection, oh, and every other conversation ever has been with that. There's something about well, it these- may, honestly, for whomever that this was, had probably just got to that to that point of saturation of fighting with people who love the movie, whereas he was the only bag of douche who didn't like it. You know what? I, I'm I'm done explaining myself. Well, if you had a legitimate point. You probably wouldn't be done, sir. The only, the what only, the, the one, the one criticism I heard that I'm actually curious about what the future holds. Uh-huh. Um, my one friend said I liked it. I wasn't wowed by it. And when I, when I tried to like, because that's a hard, because that's a real Wait, personal thing. Quentin Tarantino would have a have a good time running that scene. So what, what would what would it take for you to be wowed by it? Well, but but no, and since this was a different friend, and uh-huh. and sincerely, I. I I kind of picked up what he was talking about because that's exactly how I felt about Homecoming. Homecoming, okay. Spider-Man Homecoming sure. is a good movie. Uh-huh. All the performances are good. The I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's something about that film. I, I, I saw it, and uh-huh. I was like, I'm glad I saw you. Bye forever, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh-huh. I never need to revisit you. Well, Whereas, like, I'm still watching Point Break. Uh, you know, um, and what I what I realized it was was we now have so many of these films. Right. As far as the Marvel characters go, that ultimate problem of Thor's fighting someone, and I'm like, well, where's Rocket? Right, right. Well, yeah, because well, we we spoke about this. No, sure. Yeah, I think it's at least for my one friend because I mentioned right. it to him. Because really, Captain Marvel, it has, I'm not going to give away any secrets, but just going by the trailer, mm-hmm. has Coulson in it, has Sam Jackson in it. Sure. But they're not, fuck, it's not Iron Man. It's not Captain. Right. So I wonder if the next wave of these movies, you almost have to be like, hey, Captain Marvel is now hanging out with Groot. Like, you almost right, need right, another, right. not a, um, I don't need know if you need two A characters, uh-huh. but Black Widow not having Hawkeye, right. not saying he's B-list, but like let's be totally yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean he is. Um, without her having him, there is immediately something a little less special. Whereas since DC, kind of the first thing out was like everybody, and now we're like, nah, yeah. that wasn't that great. Right. Back now ball. when they give us like, oh, it's just Shaz- it's just Shazam, we're right. like, yeah, fucking just Shazam. Yeah. I feel like DC. I feel like Marvel's in a weird place where. And I, I kind of almost the most blame James Gunn uh-huh. in a in a good way. He put together Guardians so well right. that we know we can have a team introduced. Oh, that yeah, it's, sure. it's almost like no, I need some, I need some, and just good characters almost isn't enough. I think right. they need to be good characters who are also patent pending card holders of cool. Sure. Well, well, the thing with Guardians, I mean, I, I, I think I'm picking up what you're laying down. The thing with Guardians was that's a that's a cohesive team. You know, they they they're constructed as a team, which is different 
than when you take a bunch of different moving Misfits. parts. Yeah, or you take like even five t- five awesome things that do work on their own very, very well and then say, okay, now if you like that, you'll love this because here's these five things you already dig all together in one place. So it does take some work to get all those different moving parts that can work independently. Look, I, I loved Guardians, but I am not going to run out to the theater and see a Groot movie, a Groot standalone movie. I'm, I'm sorry. I'd rather see Swamp Thing if or I'd rather a, see if, Man Thing. If that was thing. A, a cartoon comedy, I would watch the hell out well, of it. Well, yeah. Groot you, takes America. But I'm saying, like, what, what's the thing that you hate most about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> trees walking. Yeah, exactly. Groot's Groot ancestors. Fixed, Groot fixed the one, <laughs> the one fall. Well, you, you know, and... and uh, again, I'm just curious to see what the future of these movies really hold. But yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy also has um, one weird thing. It has a very unfinished love story, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Okay. Um, Star-Lord and Gamora. Excellent segue. Thank well you, done. sir. Well done. Um, Star-Lord and Gamora were on the cusp sure. of being a co- of comic book Oh, there's yeah. there's comic book royalty couples. They were about 15 minutes away from light green babies. <laughs> Which, but you know what's screwed up is is uh-huh. when we lived in a world where James Gunn was allowed to do those movies. Sure. I think when that, he learned how to shut the fuck up and make <laughs> movies, yeah, no, that was a good time. I think I think there was a reality where like every five years they just dropped the Guardians film and uh-huh. we would have gotten to the point where it's like, uh-huh. look at baby star Gamora. You, you knew it was going to happen. Um, but but what I find interesting is, again, and they're not going to be included on, on my list. They're certainly, not on my list either. Um, but it's mostly because how, how they never really you movie-wise. You are they racist never got against there. green people. I'm we racist. all know you're all, racist Hulk against green people. Ass. Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> just the, 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 the green aliens from the Star Trek. All of them. Oh, gremlins hates gremlins. Just, just hate them. Uncalled I like for. them when they're the tiny little brown bears. Yeah, of course. Bears. Your type of people always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm disqualifying them. But I figure there are, are as 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 much as talking about the power couples mm. of comics might be fun. I got to throw in some <laughs> negativity. So I didn't want to throw out some, <laughs> of the, some of the absolute garbage fires. So if you thought this was going to be fun, change the podcast. <laughs> Well, that's usually the rule. <laughs> yeah, no, think it's that's, be, a, that's a pretty, we have two pretty minutes, solid I rule yell at them. We have two minutes of fun. You get called stupid. 50 you, minutes. The things you like are dumb. What else? But the things I like that are like unquestionably dumb are the best. <laughs> right. Fucking Power Rangers Beast Morphers, baby. Um, <laughs> Anything with a turtle shell is awesome. Hey, that's just a fact. Oh. Would you like to Would you like to start? Would you like to talk about the, 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 the most... Royal of royal couples well, well, that I assume yeah, yeah. I am, we would both have on our lists. I am very comfortable reaching for that low hanging fruit. Absolutely, and I will start him off with I think undeniably is the is the on the on the chess set of love and in comic bookdom. I think the the king and the queen undisputably is Superman. And Lois Lane. Absolutely. We were Come just, at me, bro. We were just talking about the potential even for their their kind of uh, their 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 the Lois and Clark, the new adventure. Yeah, Superman. that's right. There's there's grumbling mm-hmm. that there might be not a grumbling reboot. Grumbling and bumbling. Not a reboot, but a revival. Yeah. You know what they people people incorrectly call those things even reboots also, which is I think it, 
probably not as correct as, yeah. as they could be, but yeah, no, absolutely. Revival though does sound like they're taking hey, it to Broadway. Hey, look, I've seen the the Superman show. It does not need to be revived anytime soon. I mean, I loved Lois and Clark. Like, yes, that was a yes. real. What was cool about that show is it really got a very wide audience. Sure. I distinctly remember sitting in our basement, like we had a little basement, like living room set up, mm-hmm. sitting there eating lunch with dad <laughs> and he was checking out Terry Hatcher sure, sure. being fine as hell. It was like the uh, the real housewives of Metropolis. Exactly. And I was just waiting for like Superman to punch Metallo who <laughs> looked terrible, but in a lot of ways you consistently kind of accuse or or, or you like to justify some of my lesser opinions <laughs> on the fact that You're I welcome. I grew up on Smallville. Yeah. But Lois and Clark trained me. Yeah. For it's like your that was like your pregame, but um you know what and I think um, Lois and Clark the, one of its greatest successes was that it really did examine that relationship, um and and it really put it in the forefront because look Superman is Superman if the day needs saving <laughs> he's gonna put those red on the pants on and and fly out there and and he will save the day, but what's very interesting and this is actually a concept that I've always been drawn to and. We've spoken about um, somewhat in the past was here you ha- you you now exist if you're a character in, in this universe, you exist in a super world where super shit happens every super day and you're still you. You know, you wake up, you cannot fly. Yeah, you're not one you of the lucky. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not a justice league. You're not running like a nanosecond quarter mile at the at the combines or anything like that. You're still you. You still got to go work. So here's a, a hard working woman, right? She's the top of her game. Pulitzer Prize winning a reporter and um she's just she's just great. She's like a superhero of journalists. Yeah. And um and here she is in this super world and she's now even more entrenched. She has basically because of her love for this dude um put herself more so in harm's way than she would even normally, which that level was already very very yeah, high. She's already hanging off helicopters. And dude, she absolutely she plays with the big boys. It's really amazing. And also the way that uh, as a couple um, that they are able to work in conjunction. It's never like um, one of those situations where consistently he's like, oh, well, you stay out of harm's way, little lady. Let me go do my thing. And um, if ever, if ever he woke up, you know, didn't eat, didn't eat his, uh, his uh, Wheaties that morning, like forgot for a second who he was dealing with. Like when you're looking at a purple-eyed bitch, you gotta realize th- you cannot go by textbook anymore. This this chick is not going to uh, subscribe to nonsense. Um, so if ever he's like, you know what, maybe that's a little too dangerous. She's like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, and she's already on her way to go do that thing. He's, by the time he gets still home, putting on like the leather jacket. Oh yeah. Oh he's like, my god. Why are you god. still getting dressed in your adventure yeah. outfit? Why are you dressing up like Indiana Jones, Lois? Why do you have a whip? Wait, but it's not Tuesday. Oh, oh, you're. Doing something else, yeah. So for me, always, um, they they are the quintessential couple in comic bookdom. Um, there's nothing tragic, you know, in in their, uh, you know, in their history. It's not like, and again, we'll we'll probably talk about some of these couples where, 
um, as a result of their relationship, somebody's dead or somebody's mutilated or somebody's yeah. forever altered or anything like that. They're, they're, they have a what, what we like to call it in the business. They have a working relationship. They're they're yeah. equals, even though they they're very yeah they they're great at two very different things. Um, they're equals, you know, and that that's I think ultimately what makes them an awesome partnership. What I really dig too is in all of the iterations, because sometimes these things have branched out so much. Sure, that sure. Lois and Clark again, they had their own. I, I keep wanting to say sitcom, but it's not a sitcom. <laughs> it was close. It's damn close. Um, every version of Lois and Clark are uh, a power couple or have something tremendous. They for absolutely even, are. Yeah. Even uh, some people don't love the the Zack Snyder uh, s- series. I'll call it. But that scene where in Batman v Superman, where Superman like hops in the tub with right. Lois, there's electricity even <sighs> in like the lesser forms sure, of sure. their relationship. One thing I've always always appreciated is there has never. Th- there's a recurring feeling, not so much a line, but it has been written out before, where she's like, you know who you marry. Right, 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 exactly. Like, and, and I've heard people say, like, well, what, isn't it kind of shitty that she puts herself in horrible because she knows she'll be, like, that, yes and no, yeah, like, that's but, who she is. But any, Right, anybody who says that actually doesn't get her character, because and she's with character. or without Superman, before and after Superman, that's who she is, yeah. and that's what she does. She was probably destined in a in a cryptic way. Uh-huh. She was probably destined to die covering a story. Well, or or and again, obviously these are these are pre-scripted events. Granted, the characters uh, don't know that somebody's yes. pending them, but um, or you can say that because there's balance in the universe, or faith, or higher power, or what have you. You say, look, you're gonna have this. You're going to have this chicken running around and like consistently, consistently putting her head on the chopping block for the greater good, might I add. Yeah, oh, You know, I don't want to make it, I don't want to imply that she's just like just a willy nilly. Yeah, she's just like randomly. We're going to climb this tower. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that, that, you know, that she would gravitate towards and vice versa somebody or something or, or what have you that would prevent the, the, uh, the blade from coming down on her, on the back yeah. of her neck. Um, and again, what she does is is also arguably, don't get me wrong, uh, as important because Absolutely. she's not just the information to the people. She's the voice of the people. And she humanizes, like you said, a demigod yeah. on Earth. She she absolutely is the uh, um, the personification of the human species to this alien who it's only because of the, you know, his his uh his upbringing some might say but I, you know i think it's a, a genetic uh, predisposition um she is why to a large degree he cares about the human race what's very funny about that and and then we'll we'll pop to a a, a couple that's not as mighty <laughs> um and i've always thought cuz i uh, obviously i agree with you it's two of our Naturally, favorite characters you're very smart i also think she works legitimately in the mud Oh, she yeah. doesn't. She doesn't fly to space. She right, does, right, right. She's in the mud. She sees dead bodies on the ground. She mm-hmm. sees the ramifications of a alien invasion in a way that even Superman doesn't. Absolutely. Superman also keeps Lois 
human and hopeful because mm. she sees an alien right, right, right. embodying the best right, right. attributes. Be kind, be honest, sure, sure. be fair. Yeah. The strongest man in the universe right. cares about every cat right, and right. bullshit dog. L- and in literally. A, in a, bullshit dog. In a beautiful way, right, right. that's what prevents her from being an alcohol like as a character study yeah, yeah. how many reporters are as or even just cheerful as yeah, well as, and, or getting jaded or getting pessimistic or, or falling to to be totally partisan again i talked about it a few times on the show before there's a great road trip set of issues in in i believe it was action comics uh-huh. where lois is is in essence like fuck the republicans and no. superman is literally like, well, that's not really how it works, right. Lois. People Superman's are... like, I, I voted for McCain. Um, <laughs> can you take it down a notch? Yeah, a lot of things I agree with. Now, on that same idea, keeping Superman in the spotlight for a second, when the new 52 came out, they did a lot of things people hated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the more, uh, I would argue that it was questionable because it did make for some interesting stories, just not as interesting as stories with Lois, they coupled up Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the the two mightiest uh, people on on fictional DC Universe Earth, uh, they coupled them together, and cool for an idea. Cool mm-hmm. if if this was a, a pre like before well, he met a Lois. What if? I mean, actually, very, even. It, it was kind of the future. What if? And well, exactly right. Even before the new Fifty Two. Um, you know, they did it in Kingdom Come. You know, and, that and was like the uh, the, uh, the 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 happy ending, so to speak. And no for some reason, in Kingdom Come, myself included, but the masses right. as a whole were like, "That's awesome!" But that that work, sure. Kingdom Come work, where the New Fifty didn't, New Fifty Two didn't, because Lois had passed away. Right. So exactly. it was it wasn't so much. I think that's exactly the, the difference. I really yeah, do. Yeah, it's it's you're you're talking about a a, a Clarkless mm-hmm. Superman in a right, lot of ways. Right, right. That persona's gone. That level of, and you're talking about a Superman who clearly was depressed and felt right, rejected by right. the world. So the Kingdom comes. All he had was his little cow. Yeah, the case. <laughs> such a great scene too. And his sweet mullet. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Come set up the world perfectly, whereas in almost every other situation. This idea of someone other than Lois, even Lana Lang, I I I love the character. But yeah. what's interesting, I feel like the best written Lanas are ones who are in sucks cults. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, uh, figured. Um, the, the the are they revere Superman too much? Even oh, okay, if they're yeah. like, yeah, Clark, and like giving a little, the minute that they're like, you're fucking Superman, right, right, it almost becomes what I think a, the natural reaction to Superman is. Well, like, well, if you say so, Clark, sure. I feel like, and and I know they're written as strong, independent women because they all kind of take on a little bit of the lowest personality. Uh-huh. But these other characters, wonder, including Wonder Woman, where. They kind of tried to have Superman be more like, no, 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 you, you know, I don't want you to get hurt. One kind of missed the Superman point, but two, it kind of proved that these women aren't what a Superman type character needs. Mm-hmm. Superman, in a lot of ways, needs Lois. Why he'd wind up, why that couple would wind up on the top, is because I don't know if there's any other couple that needs each other to be better at everything. Sure, sure, yeah. Like I said, they they complement each other. Where, and now, similarly, and it kind of goes back to the to the team dynamic that we were talking about with uh, with the movies. 
um, Superman and Wonder Woman, when they say like like they're two great tastes, they don't they really don't need each other to to operate or to be or anything the best that they can be as um as characters. You know, like w- what is it precisely that one? If anything, Superman I feel like would be humanizing Wonder Woman because she is you know she's literally you know on an ivory tower yeah literally <laughs> um that goes back to last night um yeah like like, like really you know he he would bring her more so back to earth and again don't get me wrong i'm, I'm not saying one of them is not an awesome character she obviously no, is she's awesome but, for different reasons but to though. pair them up is really honestly to to pair them up that's all you do need to see is you know you know two pages of them in a superhero themed restaurant um, and, and you call it a day because it's really just like a, hey, imagine what if, uh, okay, moving on. Now, yeah. with New 52, you had pages and pages and pages, and it just, you know, it really just wasn't necessary. You know, and, and if it was all serving a goal, if it was, if again, if the New 52 was, these are the origins. So, like, you're telling me that 19-year-old Superman meets mm-hmm. the equivalent of 19-year-old Wonder Woman, and, of course, they both fall in love because... 19 the rome if you told a romeo and juliet story mm-hmm. where it's not really love it's lust mm-hmm. then you introduce steve trevor and lois and you're like they're they don't love each and like you could have used it narratively for like a, a history short, so to speak i feel like that could have been interesting because the you. two alphas the 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 head quarterback and the head cheerleader right, right, are, right. should be a couple in high school yeah, at some point they're they probably dated. not gonna have three kids you know yeah or or conversely you can have it that you have them together only for the ultimate. Well, not, I mean, not on paper at least, but um, you know, for the writers, ultimately, you want to get to a point where they produce potentially the most powerful, you know, super person yeah. that there is. Because you know, when you're talking about Superman, you're talking about what? You're talking about all these uh, wonderful biological gifts. But really, one of the drawbacks is is this weakness against magic and then you have you know i mean what is one room if, if not if, not, you know, if yeah. not the personification of magic results so what 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 would that kid and and again we spoke about this a little bit earlier also it really becomes more about their progeny than them and those are two amazing characters you have so many great stories to tell about those pieces you know if you stuck them together whatever it produced um not to be overly romantic about it um, but what whomever that they produced now becomes the focal point. That's, I'm shocked. That's the interesting story. I'm really there. shocked DC hasn't done a follow up to Kingdom Come where you just follow that kid. Well, because like Bruce is the godparent. Yeah, they wanted yeah, him to yeah. have a human side. That's not going to go well when that well, kid the, hits puberty. The, yeah, the kingdom went a very different direction. That's true. Um, Who else do you got, though? I think we've right, uh, so, properly yes. fiddled with. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Listen here, Clark. You'll so, date who we tell you to date. <laughs> So I feel bad for Lana, and like I feel like I shat on Lana Lang. I think Lana well, Lang's cool. I mean, she had the alliteration working for her, but that was really about it. That's what Clark really liked. <laughs> it is really. This is Mary Magdalene. Yeah, the way I was going. yeah dude. <laughs> Never mind. I'm yeah, out. let's let's not let's not. Um. So all right. So so we both hit a we both hit hit our you know our, our top of the lists so to speak. So, um, one of the relationships. Uh, that I absolutely detest, and I'll stay within the DC family. And uh, at first, I wasn't uh, I wasn't entirely sure how many iterations it it had happened uh, in, 
and the answer is surprisingly more than I thought. And I oh no, I was even more upset, perturbed, and disgusted. And it was nothing, nothing less than Batman and Barbara Batgirl Gordon. I Dude. absolutely God hated it. it. I hated it. I I I I was by myself the first time. <laughs> That I that I came across it, and I did the look around the room, like, can you believe this? What's going on? Are you like looking for somebody to agree with me? Granted, I was by myself, and yeah. you know, my, my dogs don't read. Um, <laughs> I could not even believe. I thought it's I, I was waiting for somebody to wake up from like a nightmare, like you know, all bathed in sweat, feeling feeling gross about the dream that yeah. you had. Whomever it was, Batman, Batgirl. A Nightwing, whomever that—that's somebody's nightmare. Yeah, in comic book. Thumb, my money's on it's Dick's nightmare. In, <laughs> in reality, it was—it was my own nightmare. I could not believe that they did it, and not only did they do it, ugh, no pun intended, <laughs> but they did it in multiple iterations. Bro, they, they kept did doubling it in the down. movie form. They did it in the animated. They did it's it in the disgusting. comics over and over, and. In spite of the fact that it's so wrong from the relationship status, he's clearly a father figure. Now, granted, she has an amazing father yeah. who's a hero, but and he's always worshipped Batman. She, right? She didn't. She could have gone on and you know become top cop like like her pops. No, she wanted to be a crusader yep. like Batman. So that really speaks in a lot to, of ways. A very traditional rejection of her parents. That's, that's very true. That's very true. I'll I'll show you. Yeah. So it even you makes it more me. parental because she oh ran away God. from a father so it was to a, a father figure. Yuck. And when it and when it happened, when he's literally parenting her, I'll show you. Come over here. And um, just absolutely, absolutely out of character for for them individually. Just and if it was in their character, the fact that she's she is cheating. On Nightwing to do it, and he is the 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 other character probably that he has the most history with, other than Alfred. I don't imagine him slamming on any of Alfred's pieces, but I, he's at this taking. Point, I think it must have. He's taking his 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 adopted, you know, uh, his wards. Action and and just taking it like whole what a because what a pos. The other move thing that that, just, that is the other thing that drives me just up a goddamn wall about it is even in a universe where Barbara doesn't like Dick Grayson mm. there is no way you can tell that story without one of them liking the other they're in the midst of puberty fighting crime together Aww. so 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 Dick and Barbara would have to have at least unrequited one has to have at least unrequited yeah there, there's and at least some crushing going Bruce on there. with his bullshit detective work should know that. Not right, to mention right, the right. tremendous age discrepancy. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. like, a lot of people are like, well, but no, no, no. No, no, He's no. raising. massive, yeah. I, I don't care if, if you're someone who fell in love with someone younger. Mm -hmm. That happens all the goddamn time. Right. You're raising someone her age. Yeah. And and it's. it's well, it's like. It's, it's like, also ruining one of the better power couples that have had uh, an amazing history. You mean the Batman and Robin? Yes. <laughs> the fact that the animated series, Double Down, because it's Batman the Animated Series alludes to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Batman Beyond confirms it. Correct. And then Killing Joke, they added it to, to have it be a feature runtime. Are you out of your yeah. mind? Out of yeah, your no, mind. Was, uh, Dick Grayson and I, Barbara I Gordon is a thinking. perfect couple, even if 
they don't ultimately work out. Yeah. When Barbara gets paralyzed in the comics, every scene with Dick Grayson, when she's acting as Oracle, right. before she is, when she's when she stops being Oracle and becomes Batgirl again, all of the scenes with with Dick are you're watching someone when that story's told in its best form. Uh huh. They were they were childhood loves. Right, right. So right. you can kill that. I almost think it works better that Barbara and Dick don't wind up together long term. Long term because right. they are ultimately each other's one that got away because the timing or, never works out. Those or are even tragic just their characters. first loves like that. That they'll always be that that one chamber to the left of center. Yeah, in their hearts, um, you know that they'll always occupy and then you have a batch long just working its way in there and just you know really it, like forever scarring that whole situation it ruins a, yeah, a I, it, it ruins a near perfect thing i i really i really can't have hated it enough. It's, it's it's it was terrible it it honestly it might having talked about it out loud it might be the worst of of any of the the couplings and also i hate this idea bad. of like yeah, Batman's all about fighting crime unless it comes to chicks. Like right, that's right. just such a weird misidentification of that character yeah, yeah. that people feeling the need to shoehorn it in. And again, I also think it might be very interesting to have Barbara have unrequited like the parental feelings yeah, turn yeah. into her. But that's course. a good story. Her trying to 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 convince Bruce and him being um the voice of reason. The the voice of like reason he's supposed to be to be his his son's father. Sure. Um. In that, like, how and also, if you want to make it interesting in 2019, if they ever tell these stories again, next time they tell the stories more appropriately, that's a great moment too. For like now, your son's girlfriend or would be girlfriend is trying to fucking smash. What's that conversation with Dick like? That's interesting in comic sure, books. It's sure. not always fighting crime. It's like, Dick, Barbara's wrong for you, and this is how I know. All right, right. And 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 Because she, she didn't open the door for you after you let her in and did the walk around. Yeah, and it's one of those <laughs> things of, like, those are the most interesting stories sometimes sure. get get avoided, and or, that's or Or also, you could, I mean, and again, obviously we're just spitballing here because that's the show. Um, <laughs> but also true. the fact of, like, if she didn't, if she didn't take action... Uh, in any way, but there is this like, uh, you know, uh, as you said, an unrequited uh, a crush. Let's let's call it. And then, so if if logic dictates, well, this guy's old enough to be my father, and he's you know he's all these things to me. Okay, but that's what I'm attracted to. Okay, so what's the junior version of that? And here comes Dick. Doo -doo 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 -doo. And then, I mean, for him, say, to catch wind of that at some point oh, later on. And shit. now there all of a sudden you got some animosity. Well, you only like me because I'm Batman Jr. And then you know what? F Batman. And now there could have created a riff. I mean, I'm, I'm DC, if you're listening, Dude, and I know not you're not, nothing. I am writing we, this for we you accidentally right wrote, now. Because if that's the reason he leaves being Robin yeah. to become Nightwing. He's what like, an, I'll never be Batman. What an blah, blah, blah. added level yeah, it's, it's, of, of... And the if Bruce brings that to the table right. and it's ultimately the thing that has his son leave him... Right, right, right. Dude, that's a... That's a for all we've taken three characters and a storyline I hate, and we've turned it <laughs> we've into. We fixed it. Well, we've turned it into three characters. We've gone back to the yeah, origins. Yeah, of, we we've, of, we do that also on this of show. Everything. Fixing um, other people's mistakes. A couple I absolutely love from two characters I normally 
don't really care about. Uh, there's some things I love about these characters, but the thing I love most is their relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Oh, yeah, huh? I love this idea of of, of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I hate, hate, hate uh, time travel. Yes. Um, I hate, hate, hate when people die and it's a cop-out. Somehow... The, the Hawk family right. um, manages to kind of do both sure. um, because they tell all these. They're st- in their Egyptian space police exactly. uh, somehow juggling act. That, again, I'm not saying they're flawless <laughs> characters. What I, find, I don't think anybody's ever said that they're what, flawless characters. What I find super interesting about it just as a, as a general rule is, again, it's taking something. Um, it, and it's taking something and turning it into to something quite literal. Uh, they are each other's destiny. They are their souls are kind of intertwined. It's the it's an unkillable love. It I feel like the mummy movies kind of had a version of it, and you have this notion of like, well, what the truest love, the our souls are the, every bullshit wedding I've been to <laughs> where like the 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 googled speeches that they crumbled together to pretend they liked each other enough to write some shit. All of them are like our souls are one. And to take that and be literal with it. Right, right. And what are the, the literal problems with it? When one dies, the other is is Diminished. is is, yeah. is is less than and right. also in most cases, and they I don't know if they've ever I'm not again, I'm not the biggest Hawkman Hawk Girl fan. Right. But from what I know about them, they've never really done the story where you know, Hawkman dies, but dies at 20. Uh-huh. And now, 20 years later, finds the woman he loves, but she's oh, 40. Yeah. And she has nothing in common with a kid. Right, right. So, I, cause Other they, than the giant wings out of the back. <laughs> yeah. Because they've done they've done this this notion of, of well, I don't know you. I don't I don't love you. And, and the, the legend show, which is a time travel show that I enjoy huh. because I'm a hypocrite. Um, <laughs> they've kind of explored it, too, where like Hawkman died. Hawk girl starts dating the Adam, but they time travel. She found a right. fucking another Hawkman. And Oof. her soul loves this guy that sure. she doesn't know. Right. How do you fight that? So I'm curious if they've ever played with the idea of, you know, uh, even even something like a 70-year-old and their soulmate who happens to be 20 now. Right, they right. died 20 years ago. It's that thing where, like, well, we're not talking about lust. We're not talking about sex. We're talking about fucking love. Right, right. And what is, what's, <laughs> hot. Um, what is, what are these characters right, right. that are, that they've lived a full life? What if one did get married, sure, had kids? Sure, Now sure, the sure. the true love of your life, because this, this assumes there's only really one. Right. You, you, it's not saying, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. It's not saying that you can only have one love. It's saying that the truest love exists. Mm-hmm. What does the person do with their? How do you explain it to your oh, wife yeah. and kids, or your and husband I, and kids? And I, and I think also it depends on the individual. But a big component of those two characters is that no, no, there, there is, you know, there might be, there might be atoms, you know, that come and go, so to speak. But ultimately, there is one love for for each of them, and and they're they're each other's. Um, yeah, no, I I think you're right. I think that that's fundamental to those characters, and uh, you know, it's it's interesting in their in the storytelling that you know the the possibilities that you can uh, come across. You know, uh, Captain America and, and Peggy 
right? They they had kind of that that Absolutely. moment, yeah, um, where he loves her, like he straight up loves her, and and she looks it, like a California raisin laying there with long, long gray hair. And um, I mean, I don't think anything changed for him, you know, cinematically. And especially like since that. it felt like a week, <laughs> she had to deal with that <laughs> right, shit exactly. forever. He's like, what? Ha- what happened to you? Special shout out, unless it's going to be on your list, but special shout out to weird relationships. Captain then dating his former love's daughter. Well, that's that's a little fucked up. Like how she never was like, are you only dating me because my mom? <laughs> Gross. And I also just remembered, you know what the Rockstar Games did with the Batman universe? What's that? They just forgot which Robin was which. And Tim Drake no. is like married to Barbara in what? those games. That's weird. Yeah, the MMA fighter looking Robin is. Was she to be... appropriately older than him? No, they like they just because Batgirl, I guess, didn't exist. I don't really remember that last game that well. Yeah, I don't really. But don't like know. the shaved head Robin isn't Dick. Uh-huh. He was already Nightwing. Right. In the game universe, so they just were like, "Yeah, Robin and Batgirl are a couple." Be like, "No, they're not." Yeah. Plus, Tim is supposed to always be the the second youngest now. I guess Robin because of his his. Bruce's biologically so special shout out to both of those relationships weird and, and Rockstar how fucking hard is it uh, yeah. to be ask anyone be like uh, Tim Drake and Barbara Gordon right be like no that's creepy cool yeah, cool you can email me at Rivera at US Comics why not ju- because what you, you could have shaved Nightwing's head and be like yeah, yeah you, Nightwing's Robin again even it's not as if they have not completely played havoc with people's looks in that, in that yeah exactly in that, those games Penguin has a damn Shasta battle bottle in his eyeball. It would have been helpful if I didn't call it a Shasta battle. <laughs> no, I'm. With and I also you. think it's Shasta. Why did I call it Shasta? Uh, I guess it depends on you know wh- where you happen to be. Shasta. Yeah. Like, hey, let me get one of them Shasta bottles, bro. <laughs> Anyways, um, so all right, so so moving on, just to bring it back to the light side, um, and this is this is one of those pairings that is kind of the entire point of them existing uh, was to examine this relationship and how it works. And, you know, we, we, we've talked about heroes as pairs, but um, to, and we talked about, like, inequities of, of powers, but sometimes the, the powerless is even more impressive sometimes. Um, this one throws another, little, uh, uh, th- throws another little wrench into the works and, and really plays it up. And my next love relationship is... Apollo and the Midnighter. I think it huh. is absolutely awesome. And yeah, it has nothing to do with my history doing musical theater. I am saying that this is straight up one of the best relationships in comic book dumb because you have two very different characters. Granted, same sex characters, but that's not really the overlying point. They're just different people. And they work, and 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 obviously they can have their own independent adventures and everything like that. But together, I mean, literally, when Apollo's soul was dragged down to hell, Midnighter loved him so much that he went down to hell. That is some, that that is some uh, that ancient is <laughs> Greek mythological level shit you're talking about. He went down to hell to get his boy, brother. Who doesn't want to be loved at that level? There. Never mind the fact that they could 
tear up <laughs> tear up a super powered you know criminal conspiracy gang in the you know in in two pages and less panels never mind that but the fact that you know they're not just fighting for for truth justice and you know the the human condition but you know really obviously for for uh, you know, for, for love being, you know, love is love is love. Doesn't really matter that they're a same-sex superhero couple. It works. It really just works. I Man, mean, it, I, I gotta, it's awesome. I got to be totally honest. There's all this talk lately that that Marvel, uh, in like some press conference or, or some interview, they've made it very clear. Like, they're like, nope, America's ready now. Like, we've done enough groundwork. We can have <laughs> gay superheroes. Which I was just like, that's a little weird. And there's been some talk about people's like theories of. Who they could quote unquote turn gay to suit the narrative, but if DC was smart, right now they'd be like, "Go, go, go!" Yeah, I fucking yeah. what yeah. a great, um, what a great movie to put out, um, right. to to to. I don't want to say steal that thunder, but especially if Marvel's well, considering like changing someone's orientation well, when the two time... characters whose intention yeah that's that's who they that are that six issue miniseries is brilliant i mean uh, honestly <laughs> there there were there were um there are groups of, of series you know and again it's it's in dc's hands you know they these are these are you know they already have this groundwork uh, uh laid out um but yeah no i i don't think it's weird at all especially when you're looking at a at a cross section right and you say okay well the population of humanity is 100%. Um, now, of that 100%, however many, um, let's say, let's assume, say, I don't, I, don't know. I don't know what the statistics are, but, but some percentage, some percentage of those are are gay people. Now, of that same percentage across the board, X percent end up being, you know, vigilante superheroes, costume, you know, uh, do-gooders. However, we want to define it. It stands to reason that of that percentage of a percentage, you have a body that's not being spoken for. Yeah. Which I think is very, very important in the same way that if you have a, um, a person of color who also happens to be a superhero, their experience, even in superheroing, never mind, you know, driving down the road at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Trying worried about being pulled over, 90s. yeah. Um, you know, aside from that, their experience is not going to be the same as a Superman or as a Captain America. So to to not address that, I think, is completely disingenuous, and it's and it's not it's unfair. Um, also, that's the reason why you know yeah. again the, the, their relationship just it works in and of itself. The fact that it exist on in the comic book pages it's important because it, it does speak to yeah. you know the the body that that's that are reading these these materials and you know the influence that they can have um but but just as characters i mean even if it had nothing to do with a person's own personal experience which is entirely fine um it, it's still enjoyable it's just awesome yeah. they're awesome they're, stories they're also i i cinematically I think the closest we've gotten to it, and this is this is weird. So, uh, but but Night Owl and Rorschach scenes yeah, in yeah, Watchmen, yeah. that's true. They are uh, 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 they're not a romantic couple, right? right but they are a couple with sure. history. The idea right, of right. especially since the design of Midnighter, uh huh, like is so Batman Night Owl esque. Right, right, right. The fact that he's like he's clearly of the two, like I'm the grizzled, yeah, and Apollo is again like this very demigod. Right. Handsome, mm -hmm. muscular. 
I just would love the, the glow. I, I would love the idea of of you sincerely and truly tell a superhero story right. that has the same romantic. Sure, sure. We don't see Tony Stark shoving it in anybody. <laughs> like we don't have to worry about right. uh, you know for, for No, Man's you you it's address it the exact same way. Wildly if, low risk movie wise. Because if you make no money, it's easy to be like, well, people weren't ready. Yeah, but if it's shame on you, audience. But I feel like f- fucking half of our friends who are right. who are of that community, w- even if it sucked, would see it a dozen times. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like when they make my vibe movie, <laughs> I'm going over a day. Oh, my I'm God. I'm boosting that weekend fucking. I-, I will be there with you on the midnight, uh, uh, you know, the midnight opening the night before. And uh, literally, as you're grinning ear to ear, that vibe is up on the big screen. I will be whispering in your ear, this sucks. <laughs> Vibe's terrible. <laughs> I don't care. I'll throw popcorn at the screen. I'll, I'll get kicked out by you <laughs> from the theater. In my, like, vi- vi- <laughs> fat boy vibe <laughs> cosplay. If you can even see me in your in your <laughs> Oakley sunglasses. How dare you? <laughs> Yuck. Um... A worse relationship than even ours, even though there's this romance. <laughs> As this has become. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, okay. You, not, not, uh, like, not, not, not a fan? Not the cinematic, but Hank Pym and Janet Van Van uh, Dyne? Yeah. Van Dyne, Van Dyne. Um, sure. I mean, just from his sheer amount of whooping her ass. Oh, uh, well, yeah, like, that's, he is that's rarely good drunk, for the um, j- Drunk piece of garbage. I really wanted to use that as a segue uh-huh. um, because that's such an obvious one. Okay. Um, obviously, there there are, are not supporters of it. There are people that are like, well, that led its way to important stories, and to some extent that's true. I just, what a fucking jerk. <laughs> um, another fucking jerk, though, that everyone loves and a uh-huh. relationship I don't think is as good as people claim it is. Okay. So this is a relationship I don't like. Right. The world loves Mary Jane and Peter Parker. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Get ready for that, sir. <laughs> wow. I got fart sound effects for days. First of all, <laughs> who is Spider-Man's true love? Who's his hawk girl? I mean, one the, the, the textbook answer is Mary Jane Watson. But, but what's the real answer if you really think about it? Um, I'm not sure what you're looking Gwen for. Gwen Stacy. Oh, you're looking for looking good for old snapneck. Good old headband. What, what happened? Stacey? What happened to Blondie, Pete? Sure. You got over that shit. Well, real right quick. Yeah. For the big titted model. <laughs> I'm saying you're telling me the, that Peter Parker's <laughs> true love happens to walk around in just yeah. medium hold, t-shirts. Hold on, hold on. You're telling me that you haven't discovered a few loves of your life. In Victoria's Secrets magazine. First of all, I acknowledge what those are. Those are that's lust, baby. Wow. Uh, my argument would be that that is uh, not a, a, a real mm-hmm. relationship. Okay. I think they're they're. I personally, when they were you like, now they're his, divorced. You think she's his? Uh, again, no pun intended, because of the way Gwen Stacy died, but she's his rebound. Boom <laughs> <laughs> uh, boom. <laughs> I, I think in every single way, both of them are filling a role uh-huh. that they needed filled. For, for each other? For each other. And mm-hmm. not in a cool Superman Lois way. Mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man was, was lonely. He was a fucking dweeb growing up. Right. He gets to wear a mask and be a total bully to every bad guy. <laughs> I know they're robbing shit. You don't have to fucking ruin their self-esteem. I know. You piece of kabosh. You don't got to insult me, dude. Just take me in. <laughs> 
Um, I think she is undeniably uh, physically attractive. She seems fun, sassy. She's like smart. Um, and the one the version of this I'm going to leave out is the video game version okay. depicted a much different Mary Jane. Uh -huh. But cinematically so far, uh, the the again, we don't really know about the homecoming version yet. But the the Raimi movies and the comic books, she's bigger than goddamn life. She's either starring on Broadway or she's on billboards again. Aesthetically, she's like the fucking prettiest girl in every room, right. and we're well, in a the, the Tobey Maguire ones though kind of made made her amalgamation of the of the two. Regard, so but he, she I would was, put her off to the side. But, she, but if we had, she was called Mary Jane. Yeah, and she was a star. But she lived next door. To, like they gave her Gwen Stacy's because backstory. I think because they read the fucking Mary Jane story, and they were like, "Well, this sucks," and we want to use Gwen, but she's not recognizable enough. And I right. think. I think that it proves to some degree my point is the real Mary Jane Watson that everyone was so That's... upset that they got divorced. There's not enough meat on the bone right. because for her, what is he? He is, uh, he's he's nice to her mm -hmm. uh, as Peter Parker. He's so smart, sure. so sweet, means well. Those are all great things. Right. What would be the problem with that relationship though? She's, again, she's the girl who dates the prom king. Uh-huh. And he, oh, he's also Spider Man, right, 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 beloved badass Spider Man with a six pack. So you, so your contention is that she's really in love with Spider Man. She's not really in love with Peter Parker. She's more in love with Spider Man, and Peter Parker slash Spider Man is the is the. Uh, this is gonna sound real rude, and I don't know why I'm picking on this couple specifically. <laughs> Spider Man's her Kanye. Uh huh. She needed someone of that level. Wow. If she met Human Torch first. I think that that may have been the greatest compliment <laughs> ever given to Kanye West. Touche. Uh, I, I think if she met Human Torch first or if she met Ice, the, the straight Iceman A first. Any superhero. I think I think in that universe, uh, superheroes huh. and celebrities are, are hand in hand. So you think she's a superhero fucker? I, you know, but I don't mean it as a derogatory way for no, her. Clear. Even I mean, clear. I would be too. It makes I, sense. <laughs> you know, you know how like like uh, for mm, celebrities once they're full on celebrities, even sure. if they date a normie, <laughs> it's like a lawyer okay. or uh, uh, an agent. Okay, because they no longer can like walk into Pathmark. Right, right. She's not, which no one should ever do. She's not able her dating circle right is limited to models superheroes okay. and actors and he was sure he was the swellest one sure, is that true sure. love though yeah no I, I hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying she's his inspiration in the worst ways because right. what does he actually do for her well well she i feel like she would be the personification of the unattainable for him so yeah like in a in a world where he had had all these shortcomings, and granted, he had tremendous gifts um, that most, you know, most no one else had. Um, he still felt, you know, like he was coming up short. Then, you know, then the accident, he gets bitten, and he develops all these amazing powers, and he's got these gifts. Um, but that one thing that was still missing was the, uh, you know, the, the unattainable, what was on, on top of the mountain, so to speak. Then, and it's interesting storytelling um, at least from the standpoint of like, okay, well, when you got that thing that you always thought to be unattainable, but then you know what? It turns out that it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. 
you know, this was not as advertised, so to speak, or as I as I daydreamed about it, and then it doesn't work out. That is good storytelling yeah. because that's that's a little bit of you know reality that you bring into a four you know four page funny book, um, and you know it's it's not just a, a real you know it's just not that simple. And they live happily ever after um, because that rarely happens. So, but wait, you know, yeah, w- you you actually um, you actually dragged uh, dragged me to my my next hate relationship, <laughs> um, and it's also similarly but similar but different. Um, one of those relationships that seem to be utterly revered, um, you know, ac- oh, across the board, people love, love, love this relationship. No, no, no. Um, and I, I will lovingly, respectfully refer to this uh, mostly as the the hot topic uh, uh, group. Oh my God, love this relationship like nothing else. And it is absolute trash. I'm so excited. In the smelliest trash version of the of the term. <laughs> and it's Joker and Harley. Oh, my God. Yeah. Joker and Harley. I, I was, for the record, I was expecting Rogue Gambit. All right. I understand I thought, I thought you were. No, but no, people no. love Rogue Gambit. People do. And I, I kind of love. I thought you were going to attack But let me tell you, if you wear 74, uh, um, you know, sweatbands on your wrists and platform shoes and uh, you wear a gas mask to family family functions. I guarantee you, at some point in your wardrobe, you've got a Joker and Harley T-shirt with a heart around them, and it is garbage. It's Joker and abuse. Harley is a st- the one of the most abusive, not comic book stories, stories. Yeah. P- straightforward, and just And it's stories. a wonderful story about oh, abuse. Oh, my God. But it is not a love story. And, and, and um, you know... Um, What's what's the term that I'm thinking of when like people fall in love with their kidnappers and things like that? Oh yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's one of those circumstances where, you know, she is so abused and 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 in his defense, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> so you really cannot, you know, you you can't go up to a to a, a wild insane junkyard dog and try to hand over, you know. Ha- Hand over a you know a bone and then not expect to be bit up to your elbows and come away with a nub. That's just, at some point it the onus is on you to, to really do a little let logic <laughs> let logic take over. So so you can't take the blame completely off of you know my pale faced Harley. But the reality of it, the relationship is trash. Stockholm system Stockholm system. syndrome. syndrome. Yes, thank you for pulling is, that up for me. Uh, it is absolutely real. And um, their relationship is there. It's so it's so unhealthy. I, crazy, it's so bad. Crazy, I just want to take them into a private room independently and, and talk them down. The crazy the thing is, this is a situation where like the 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 lunatics are running the insane asylum sure. because it, they're so beloved as a couple. The people love that they can't get enough. That they, they try to shoehorn in. Uh, uh, that it's real, right. uh, in as much as it's not abusive and it's not fucking crazy. No, you so you, so you cannot. No one can convince me that bro, it's not an insane. In Suicide Squad, right. one of the the and and again, <laughs> you can base everything I say <laughs> on the fact that I left Suicide Squad and I was like, not bad. Oh gosh. Um, in Suicide Squad, when she when he's like, do you love me enough to fucking jump in acid? Uh. And she does. I was like, this is a really good telling of that story because right. like. Yeah, she's yeah no. It was she's it was a fair telling. fucked up it enough, was. and like they sped or variation it up. They sped it up, the... and she like had like electric shock therapy into right, it. Right, right. Um, but then he has like this moment where he's like, "Well, that's done," and he's walking away, and he like stops to jump in after her. 
I hate. I love the visual. It looked very cool. Mm-hmm. I hate that he like jumped in after her. Right. You don't. Joker could give a no, fuck no. He, he less. Is She's the ultimate fan girl. Joker. You know what? What? What would have worked in that same exact scene? And again, I'm referring to like you know the comics and and every so iteration. So all of the iterations but, are similar. But for that for that cinematic to have worked best, he could be like, oh well, see you around, and then goes to walk away, and then like. Slips on something that's you know on the catwalk that would have been still falls in and in her messed up head she's like he look what he did to me he yeah me. but he he can't jump in after me and in, in fact he actually didn't so yeah so also the DC movie makers feel free to email me directly for the record how great would that Collins. I don't know if you remember that scene <laughs> but uh, in my head I'm just imagining like do you love me enough that you would jump and she like fucking jumps in and he I almost want like. You hear the splash, uh-huh. and he's like, ah. <laughs> turns around. It's like, ah. yeah, but that's imagine, exactly right. But that's the flashback version. For the initial cinematic version, you could have, have she her, jumps, and then her you memory see, of it. <laughs> then you see like the water. She's looking up. She's fucking dying. Yeah. And he comes splashing in like heroically. Sure, sure. But exactly. then later in the movie, she's like, I knew ever since he rescued me. Then show the real version of right, like right. Stumble McDickhead just eats shit. My God, who, I would who love Who left that. a banana peel up here? I would, for the record... I think if you supplement that into the Suicide Squad movie, I guarantee we raise <laughs> the tomato the tomato meter. Um, that that y- y- it's so you know what I I I get driven crazy by too. Vegetables, um, they disgusting. <laughs> They're so fucking gross. Uh, what's a Brussels sprout <laughs> doing here? So I had a Brussels sprout in uh, in Maui that was like, but it was no. It was someone was <laughs> just was like, have one, you'll like it. It was like covered oh, in cheese and bacon. Like of course, liar. no, it was uh, delicious because I couldn't taste. But it's the, this it's shitty the cheese Brussels and sprout. bacon carrying that weight. But man. she was like, she was like, see, they're not bad. And I was like, honey, bear, <laughs> boo boo. I literally pulled the Joker. I'm like, jump in that ass and I'll follow you. <laughs> jump in I, this hot cheddar. And for then me. I just didn't want to climb down the stairs. I figured it was better to jump. Jump in the, in the hot cheddar. I'll, I'll eat, <laughs> eat my way to you. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, just a little tiny plate of nachos, though. Like, so it's lots of cheese. The 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 crazy thing about the about fans and that relationship is that they're is wrong just always. like they're they're always wrong because they're like, well, she loves him for a reason. Like, no, no mentally no dis- and what's great is right i i want to say it was during the new 52 run when harley had her own comic it was the ones where she was like you know like uh um like what's that skate sport you skate around and just beat the hell out of each other oh a uh, roller derby she was like in ro- on a roller do- derby team trying to have like a normal life <laughs> all right which is hilarious because they all wear makeup <laughs> and like some shit too right um it was actually a very fun fun i, I love the writing behind those books a lot of times but what's great is she like met a dude, was falling mm-hmm. for him. Then Joker shows up and she's like, real love, oh, get the God. fuck. I'm, I want some of this yeah. Mary Jane Peter Parker shit yikes, over here. Yikes, yikes. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's a better note to end, so we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I think of, of the ones we named, as mm-hmm. horrible as the Harley Quinn Joker one is, I still give, as far as worst, best Lois and Clark, worst, I, this fucking Dick, Dick Grayson getting left out in the cold, so that Bruce and Barbara could be a get out of here. Yikes! Gross, gross. I think that's the worst. You can find us on all of our social media. Is at Read US Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us if you agree, especially tell us if you disagree with Charlie. Um, 
<laughs> not so much me. I don't think I can take Always it. a chance to win a prize. There's no real rules behind it. You say something I'll laugh at, I might just send you a patch. <laughs> uh, for the greatest CEO and uh, potential potential co-writer for Marvel and DC, <laughs> yeah. if they answered Get at our me, calls. Folks. Get at me. I am the C. Oh, oh, and it will be be the best Wednesday because we will be here every Wednesday mm -hmm. for your comic book talkie times. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.